however and wherever you may be listening, you're on the way. You might be on the way to work. You might be on the way to the refrigerator. Or maybe <laughs> Pastor Jeff, they're even... Maybe right now they're on the way to church or... Maybe like me, they have just come back from being on the way to the uh, coffee pot. Uh, okay, yeah. so <laughs> wherever you're on the way to, ultimately we hope, and the main purpose of this program is that you will ultimately be on the way. We want you to find your way on the way to heaven. That's what we're all about here. And we also, when we think about being on the way to heaven, we just came out of celebrating uh, Easter mm. and Resurrection Sunday. Last Sunday, we trust you had a great time. Hope you were able to make it to church. Hopefully you were able to celebrate with Sam family and friends. And I know, uh, Pastor Jeff, people have different uh, traditions and things they do for the holidays. Do you have right. a tradition? Do, do you and your wife and your kids, <laughs> do you eat a certain and food? What, what do you kind of do? Well, a couple of years ago, if you were to ask my wife what our Easter tradition was, it was me tearing up the yard. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it just happened a couple of years in a row. I was doing yard work or putting a retaining wall in or something, and I was tearing up the yard right around Easter time. And so she's trying to go outside and have these Easter eggs with our kids, you know, the Easter egg hunt out in the yard. And they're just filthy muddy in their <laughs> Easter clothes because it's just so nasty out there. But I didn't do that this year. I didn't tear up the yard. I thought about it. It was some other things that I wanted to do in the yard, but I decided I wasn't going to do that. But no, we don't really have uh, uh, Easter traditions. You know, working in ministry and, and being a pastor of a church is is kind of its own Easter tradition. Um, I like to take an Easter nap. <laughs> I know you do as well, but... Yeah, yeah, no doubt. My probably Easter tradition is collapsing Easter Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Right. Uh, Especially e after multiple services. Multiple yeah. services. And right. uh, you know, we had the big Easter outreach uh, at both uh, mm. Thin Castle Baptist campuses. I know up at the Highlands campus, we yeah. were talking about before we started recording here, about the just amazing uh, Highlands egg hunt at home. Oh, yeah, the egg hunt at home. That was such a great idea and, and so much so much fun actually we had a lot of participation from our church our church members came out to pack these eggs on thursday night uh last week and then uh good friday evening we delivered all these eggs to numerous houses probably around a hundred i think wow. in the allegheny county area and uh, uh, so we, we packed a lot of eggs and we distributed a lot of eggs. And so these kids woke up on Saturday morning. I mean, just imagine the excitement of going to bed on Friday night and your yard is clear. There's nothing out in the yard. And then you wake up Saturday morning and it's just strewn with eggs that have candy in them, you know? Yeah. I mean, what kid doesn't want candy? No doubt. And, and and I know you're you're recovering from that. And of course, you're probably also recovering. I know that we had to add additional services. Mm. And at our Highlands campus and uh, at Fincastle Baptist Church, our Highlands campus, right. I know we had to right. add a Sunday morning service yeah. for Easter. And what a great spirit oh, yeah. was in the, uh, uh, was there, you know, for Easter Sunday. And as we celebrated uh, uh, the resurrection and everything. But, you know, now uh, uh, we past that and and you know we're excited that uh, the resurrection is something we should celebrate not just one Sunday a year mm, yeah yeah the resurrection as you said last week in our podcast that the the resurrection is what separates Christianity from every other religion in the world 
other religious leaders, Buddha, Muhammad, those guys, they're all still dead. Mm-hmm. And, and only one religious leader ever uh, uh, foretold his death, also foretold his resurrection, and then actually followed through on both of those, and that was Jesus Christ. And that is obviously an event worth celebrating. I know it changed not only uh, world history, but mm-hmm. it changed our lives individually. And as we have the opportunity to serve the Lord as pastors at Fincastle Baptist, I know that we are excited about what God is doing through the various ministries of our church and there uh, at our Highlands campus at the Allegheny Highlands. Uh, man, we're just, it's been amazing to see God at work. But Pastor Jeff, it just kind of dawned on me, some people listening to this might not even know where the Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands campus oh, is located. My goodness, so well, we need to change that. <laughs> That's uh, Fincastle Baptist Church, the Highlands campus, is the old Trinity Church building on uh, on Monroe Street, in, right on the corner of Monroe and Oak Street, right downtown. And uh, we have uh, wonderful kids programs. Just They're modeled after the Fincastle campus kids programs where we place a high priority on children and youth ministries because we believe they are the future of our church and they're the present of our church as well so a a, a church without children is probably not going very well yeah exactly and you know getting back to our easter traditions and all the activities and the outreaches and everything i know that uh you know one of the easter traditions i had as a kid growing up is mom and dad would always get us a uh chocolate easter bunny <laughs> and it would always be one of those hollow chocolate uh-huh. easter bunnies you remember those well, those are the best kind Man, you bite the awesome. head right off yeah uh, and my, <laughs> my to this day my sweet wife normally gets me a chocolate Aww. easter bunny Aww. and uh you know i'm proud to say that she got me one again yesterday and i'm also proud to say that i've almost completely eaten it by now <laughs> well it's been a week pastor kevin what took you so long <laughs> goodness those guess, don't last a few minutes around my house <laughs> i guess you're exactly right i guess you're exactly right and so when we when we think about those things and all that god is doing we're just grateful to see him at work and Amen. we trust that you had yeah. a great easter and we're going to talk about though what about if you missed easter mm. can you imagine yeah how terrible it would be if you actually missed Easter. You might say, well, how could someone possibly miss Easter? Well, Mm. (laughs) we're going to talk about that after this short break. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We'd love to invite you to Fincastle Baptist Highlands Campus. We are excited for you to join our church family. With programs and events for men, women, kids, youth, and the general church, you are sure to find a place to belong and feel connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for a biblical time of lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our main services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fancastle Students Ignite happens. This is a great time of fellowship, games, and study in God's Word. 
There are a lot more events happening at Fincastle Baptist, and for more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org highlands. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Uh, you know, before the break, Pastor Kevin, we were talking about people who had missed Easter, and I know uh, that can take a couple of different, uh, a different. You can you can see that in a couple of different ways. You know, maybe there's a person that missed the Easter service on Sunday. You know, and for various reasons, they couldn't come or they were working, or or maybe they, that Easter and you know a lot of times celebration days are difficult for people. Yeah, definitely. And there's, you know, as we go through life, there's several things we we need to make sure we don't miss. Like, uh, mm. you don't want to miss your spouse's birthday. No. That would be bad, no. right? Or, or maybe your anniversary. Or your anniversary. That would be, that would be really bad. <laughs> so, right. uh, I, you know, I think when we think about missing Easter, uh, there's several uh, examples. But maybe, you know, the one that I think about is... Uh, uh, two of Jesus's followers after he rose from the dead, or even not only two of his followers, but think of the original disciples that yeah. had forgotten. He had repeatedly told them that he was going to rise from the dead, but they simply forgot what he said. And I think that's how mm. a lot of people are today. They, they know about Easter. Right. They know about the reason for Easter, but maybe they forget its significance and that causes them to miss it right and that kind of missing easter is i think far worse than missing just a church service because you're missing the point of easter and the point of easter is that jesus came and he died and he rose again just like he said so the angels said he's not here he is risen just as he said and there are people that we see in scripture those guys that you mentioned on the road to emmaus that that and the other disciples that missed it uh and you know but there's a few others that i think of and we can dive into those in just a minute but uh, the one that pops into my mind right off the bat is the women uh that went to the tomb mary magdalene the other women they were going to the tomb to prepare a dead body yeah they had forgotten and they, they missed the first Easter. Just think right, about that. Right. And, you know, talking about missing the whole point, here Jesus for years had been telling them uh, what he had came to do and telling them what he was going to accomplish for our salvation. Right. And they obviously didn't believe it or they wouldn't have been going to the tomb to anoint a dead mm. body. Right. And even, even after being there and actually talking to Jesus... They still, well, they talked to the angels and then Mary stayed and talked to Jesus. But even then, they still didn't believe it. Mark chapter 16, and it's kind of interesting that some manuscripts make this the end of Mark. It's kind of a, a weird way to end the story. But it says that the women, the, after they had talked with these people, the, the angels at the tomb, they went away trembling with astonishment overwhelming them and it says they said nothing to anyone because they were afraid and that's some some manuscripts stop the story right there mm -hmm. it's kind of a weird place to stop but they didn't believe they didn't what was the reason behind their missing easter pastor kevin well it's probably their fear right they were fearful of 
you know, not fearful of what other people are going to think. You're telling me Mm. that the man we saw executed on a cross is now alive? Right. You you must be insane. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And so I think today maybe some people miss Easter because of fear. Uh, they're fearful if they really go all in with Jesus, if they really give their life to the Lord, they're fearful of maybe what other people will think, what family member or friends or coworkers will think, or maybe they're fearful of what it means for them. Mm, yeah, it does, it does create a bit of accountability on our part to believe that Jesus is alive and what Jesus said is true, And I think part of the problem that we have, especially here in our area, is that we're so familiar with the story. Mm. Uh, We've heard the story so many times that we we miss the the real impact of Easter Mm -hmm. because of the familiarity of the story. Uh, I believe if you ask the average person in uh, our area, you know, why do we celebrate Easter? They probably would rightly say because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But we've heard it, but do we really know the story? Just like the people you're referencing in the Bible. They had heard Jesus say this many times, but it really hadn't impacted their life. Or even, uh, I think of the guys, we kind of mentioned them before, the guys on the road to Emmaus, you know. Um, They knew the story. They knew what was going on, and Jesus appears to them. He disguises himself and keeps them from knowing who he is, and, and they're talking about all of these things that happened the day before, the couple days before. And and if you read the passage in Luke 24, uh, verse 19 through uh, 24, it says that it's all past tense. Hmm. It's all talking about past tense. Jesus was this. He said this. He, he was going to do this. There's no belief in these men, even though they know the story, they know what Jesus said, they don't believe it and they missed it. And I think sometimes we miss it, not only for that, but just like these guys, they were on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were on the way to Emmaus and we've uh, uh, named this program On The Way because we're all on the way to somewhere. And you might be listening right now and you might be on the way to work or you might be on the way to visit someone or maybe even on the way to church. But wherever you're on the way to, we want to make sure that you don't miss the significance of Easter so you can make sure you're on the way to heaven. But sometimes I believe what keeps us just like those guys, they were just busy. They're just busy with life. Uh, There's an old saying, you might have heard it, Pastor Jeff, that if Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Right. And if there's a word that really describes most people today, it's busy. We're busy with this. We're busy with that. Mm. We're busy because we're on the way somewhere. Just like the people you were referencing on the way to Emmaus. Here, this amazing thing had happened. Jesus had risen from the dead, Mm. but they missed it because of their busyness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some other people in that same passage, Luke 24, that missed it. And these are people that you would not expect to have missed this because they spent time with Jesus. And that's the disciples. Yes. You know, the women 
came back from the tomb, and even though it says they didn't say anything to anyone, they did tell the disciples what they had seen. And the disciples, in, in verse uh, 11, it says, of, of chapter 24 of Luke, it says, But these words seemed like nonsense to them. Like, these women are out of their mind. How is that true? They didn't believe that what Jesus had said was going to happen had actually happened. Yeah, and I think that gets into probably another reason why people miss Easter is they're just disappointed. Hmm. Uh, you know, in that same passage in Luke 24 and verse 21, it says, But we had hoped mm-hmm. that he was the one mm-hmm. that was going to save Israel. Right. And what is more, it's been three days since this all took place. And so they had hoped that Jesus was going to be this political Messiah to rescue them from the oppression of the Roman government. Mm. They didn't really understand Jesus's message, and they didn't really understand the gospel. And so many people today, I think, miss Easter because they feel like God has let them down. Mm. Somewhere in the past, maybe they prayed a prayer or they made a commitment to God, but for whatever reason, they felt like God's let them down. Mm. Yeah, and maybe even, too, sometimes Christianity and Easter just seems like this pie-in-the-sky kind of stuff that we're supposed to just believe. And, and maybe that's what the disciples were feeling here, like, oh, this Jesus is supposed to be risen from the dead, but that's just too out there, you know? And when God seems to sometimes crush our desires and our dreams and hopes in order to enable and and enact better dreams and hopes within us i think yes no doubt and i think you know when when we really don't understand god's timing or we don't understand god's plan for our life we undoubtedly experience disappointment and undoubtedly pastor jeff there might be someone listening today that is going through a rough time and sometime right after the holidays We see it especially after Christmas, but even after Easter. Sometimes there's a little sadness and disappointment. You know, the good news of the gospel is, no matter where you're on the way to today, you can be on the way to heaven. Mm. And if you've got questions about that, we'd love to help you. And you can contact us at OTW. That's OTW for on the way at fincastlebaptist.org. And speaking of questions, I know after the break, we're going to come back and talk about some questions that people have about heaven. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back after this break. Have you been enjoying On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff? If so, then feel free to check us out wherever you listen to your podcast for more episodes. For any more information, please check out our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org slash OTW. Or you can send us an email at OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. That's OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. Now back to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff.
I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and we're so excited that you are, however and wherever you may be listening, that you are tuning in today. Uh, You know, before the break there, Pastor Jeff, we talked about some of the questions we Mm, get. And as pastors, we get a lot of questions about heaven. Yeah, we do. And and let me reiterate, if you have questions, we would love to hear from you. You can email those to otw at fincastlebaptist.org. But one of the main questions we hear, Pastor Kevin, is will I know my loved ones in heaven or will we know each other in heaven? Am I going to recognize you as Pastor Kevin when I get to heaven and see you there? Yeah, and and I think the Bible speaks to this. I mean, we see many times in the Bible where uh, people uh, recognize one another in heaven. The Bible says that we will talk to many of the people in the Bible. Uh, Matthew 8 says, you know, we will sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. So how are we going to know that they're Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Will we have our heavenly name tags? You know, hello, my name <laughs> is Abraham, you know, <laughs> right, or whoever. Right. I mean, how are we going to know? I mean, uh, you know, Peter and James and John on the Mount of Transfiguration Mm. knew that it was Moses and Elijah that appeared. So, uh, you know, did they have their heavenly name tags? I mean, how do we know? And I I think the, the simple answer to the question is, yes, we will know one another in heaven, but we won't have the same earthly relationships. So uh, you won't know me as Pastor Kevin. I I think, you know, the Bible, when we look at another question, will we be married in heaven? Sometimes people wonder, right? And the (laughs) Bible speaks of this, that uh, I believe I'll know my wife, who is a believer in heaven, but we won't have the same earthly relationships. I won't know people in my church as parishioners. I won't know her as my wife. I, I do believe, though, we will know that we held a special relationship to one another in heaven. Now, how are we going to know that? We were teasing about the heavenly name tags. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, God's just going to have to give us some God-given knowledge. First uh, mm. Corinthians says, now we see uh, as a poor reflection in a mirror, then we will see face to face. Now I know in part then I'll know fully. Mm. Uh, You know, but not only do we think about, Pastor Jeff, will we know one another in heaven? I don't know about you, but I know for a lot of people, uh, their pets are really part of the family. I I know this past week I was talking uh, about, you know, some of the pets in our family. And I mean, you know, we we love our pets and they really are part of their family. I mean, our Will my pets be in heaven? Well, that's a good question, and uh, we do get asked that a lot. People really do care about their animals. Uh, It's really interesting (laughs) to hear that. But, you know, the truth of the matter is uh, some people say no, but some people say yes. You know, but, you know, as you look through the Bible, though, Pastor Kevin, I think one thing is very, very clear. One thing we definitely one agree on. One thing is very clear. You and I agree 100% on this. Dogs are mentioned 41 times in the Bible. 
Do you know how many times cats are mentioned in the Bible? How many, Pastor Jeff? Zero. 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 <laughs> so are you saying so they will not be cats in heaven? I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say cats will not be in heaven. Uh, you, you, both, you and I know uh, how much we have an affinity for cats, which is none at all. We don't care for them at all. We're dog people, but, you know, <laughs> some people do say that your pets will be in heaven. Yeah, and I think we do know the Bible teaches that there will be animals in heaven. Right. And uh, we do know there will be animals, but whether they were animals that once lived on earth, I personally, I, I don't believe that's the case. And I think it gets back to how when God created us, he said he created man in his image. Mm. And just like God is three in one, you might have heard the word Trinity. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We are three in one. We are body. Right. We are spirit and we are soul and our soul is what lives forever in heaven our spirit is you might know it as your personality it's who makes you who but the bible says that that's what separates man from all of other of god's creation that he's created us he breathed the breath of life into us so as much as i love our dog who recently, <laughs> you know, passed away. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't believe I will see Buddy again in heaven one right, day. Right. Uh, but, you know, God can do whatever he wants, so we're not really sure about that answer. But we do get that question. But yeah, perhaps and- the most important question, Pastor Jeff, that maybe you can help people is, how can I know I'm on the way to heaven? I mean, that's really the key question about heaven. Yeah, it certainly is. And, and that's that's the, the point of this whole broadcast. It's not to to answer questions and have a good time, which we're certainly doing, but it really is. We just want to make sure that whatever way you're going, that we that you can find your way to heaven. And, and the truth of the matter is, uh, the Bible tells us over and over again that you can do that, that you can go to heaven. In 1 John, I think, uh, John wrote this, uh, 1 John chapter 5, he says, I write these things to you who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that you may know that you have eternal life. And God came to this earth, and we talk a lot about this in, in our church and in our outing events or our outreach events, Pastor Kevin, we talk about how God came to this earth in human form. We call it a big word, the incarnation. And he came in the form of Jesus Christ. And he lived the life that we were supposed to die, or live, and he died the death that we were supposed to die. And because of that, and because of what we just celebrated last week, the resurrection, because of that, if we believe on him and we trust him in our heart for salvation, he will save us. It's a guarantee. It says it right there. Romans chapter 10. You know me, Pastor Jeff, I love to make it, kind of boil it down. Somebody said it's as simple as A, B, C. Mm. A, I have to admit, I have to admit that God, the God, actually loves me. Mm. I also have to admit that I've done wrong, that I have broken his law, that I've sinned. And then B, I have to believe I have to believe that he died on the cross, that he was buried, and he rose from the dead. But it's not enough to just believe that intellectually. The Bible says even the demons believe, and they're not going to heaven. So I have to see, come to the point where I confess my sin and call 
on the Lord Jesus. Hmm. We hope you've done that. And if you've done that, you can have the assurance that you too will be on the way to heaven. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We'd love to invite you to Fincastle Baptist Highlands Campus. We're excited for you to join our church family. With programs and events for men, women, kids, youth, and the general church, you are sure to find a place to belong and feel connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., Join us for our in-person service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for a biblical time of lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our main services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fancastle Students Ignite happens. This is a great time of fellowship, games, and study in God's Word. There are a lot more events happening at Fincastle Baptist, and for more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org highlands. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash on the way. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us while you are on the way.